Yo, 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 what's good? It's Chairman House of Barf. What's poppin'? Dropping in on a Sunday. What's good? August 13th, 2023. Approximately 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <sighs> How's it going? Told you I stopped by a book convention yesterday. Got a couple books. Got a book, Captain America. Uh, uh... What is this by? By Alan Gratz. And a book called Soil by Camille T. Dungy. Had the opportunity to meet Camille T. Dungy. But uh, I can be impatient sometimes. It was taking too long. I was going to get the book signed, but I was like, screw it, man. It's, it's taking too long. I should have been more patient. Patience is a virtue. Virtue is a grace. Put them both together. Wear a happy face. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, Lord have mercy. You already know it. Chairman of Don. Always got something going on. Uh, so just getting everything together. I uh, got a few things that I want to go over. Uh, working on um, 4X. I uh, got a buddy of mine uh, trying to introduce me to 4X. Uh, want to work on that. And then also... Uh, email marketing and never so much is going on that I never thought I would be one a 36 year old content creator what the hell come on get your life you know what I'm saying like come on leave that for the youngins 36 years old creating content you know also an email spammer now I'm about to try to get my email spamming on oh and I also got another book I totally forgot what I got there was one more um, Indigo Dreaming uh, by Daya Johnson. So there was a few books. And say what you want about my content. I, I realize everybody thinks it sucks. I'm looking at the analytics. It is. People don't fuck with it. It's boring, monotone, whatever you say what you want to say about it. But honestly, the only thing I can say about it's my reality. It, it, it is what it is. So I'm going to keep creating this content, and I'm going to see where it goes. There's nothing I can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's frustrating uh, because I created content before, and I feel like it was not nearly as good <laughs> and was already being promoted. And this one, I feel like, it's a tad bit better because I have more experience in the stock market and regulations and people are not fucking with it. Hey, what are, what are you going to do? Maybe I'm exposing too much of myself. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating that uh, not one single sponsor has reached out to me when I created some content not too long ago that... I feel like was not as good and I already had sponsors and I let them go because I had an $80,000 job hire me that I lost my series seven because I worked for the company for more than two years and my series ex series seven expires after two years and lost my series seven. Then they terminated me and it was like, I should have just kept creating content in my mama basement. Mama. You know, it's like, 
But it's all good. I really don't care. I don't care. I don't get I don't give a flying butterfly. Whatever. Gonna keep cooking with Crisco. Gonna keep doing my thing. And if it catches on, then at least whoever decides to listen to it will have a hundred and two hundred episodes to catch up on. Like, man, I've been going back listening to his old shit. You know, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? You ever get hip to a new new artist and uh and 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 you listen to the new shit and they be like, yo, hey, you ever you ever listen to his old shit or her her old shit? You're like, nah, nah. You talking about Issa Rae on YouTube? I didn't know she started on yeah, yeah, she started on YouTube. She was a awkward chick uh first before uh she was uh insecure. Oh, I didn't know that shit. And you go back and you can check that shit out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's how it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get into this business. We're gonna get into this accounting, this regulation, this finance. Something I'm working on is I'm about to start spamming people with emails. Goodness gracious! I never. I get t- listen when I when I created that c two eighty seven gph at gmail.com, That is a spam email folder. And I told you if you ever listened before, it's an email folder for youngins because youngins are. They don't understand. My other email is an old-ass email. They, they're like, man, what? I didn't even know that still was in existence. Yeah, that's just an old-ass email. That's what I use. You know, I got, I, got a, I got a few different emails. The first couple joints are old joints. You know what I'm saying? They're just old. Those are, those, those are joints. You get that joint, I'm not trying to be offensive or nothing. You talking to me. You get the other joint, you talking to, I don't know, <laughs> whoever. Whoever, you know what I'm saying, spam, hackers, that's that's for them. Now, I don't want to be too cocky and, you know what I'm saying, end up people be like, well, then we want to find you over joint and try to hack your shit. Like, goodness gracious, get a life. You know, well, that is that is my life. I hack. <laughs> I say, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Well, go ahead, keep hacking, and I'll be sure to try to send uh, the FBI, SEC, CFTC, OCC, Whoever I can send after you, you know what I'm saying, and let's let's have a fun game of cat and mouse. You know, I love cat and mouse. I love being the cat, trying to track a mouse. You know, so um, I'm not a rat. <laughs> I'm not a rat. You know what I'm saying. So you, you you're not gonna find me doing some rat shit. Uh, so working on forex. We'll try to get into that. Also, how to email market. I don't know how to do that shit. So do I just find random emails and just spam them? People who are my contacts uh, that trust me with their contact information and just spam them? Or do it, is there a website? So shit I should, probably shouldn't be talking about. Way back in the day, way back in the day. This isn't nothing recent. I told, I've, I've said it, hung out with different type of people, hustlers, whatever. And some of them were scammers. This is years ago, 20 years ago. I, I haven't done nothing in 20 years. I, I, okay, I may run a couple red lights, but I barely run a stop sign anymore. I'm just like, that's, that's not who I am. Uh, trust me. With everything going on, I know I could scam and trap and pay my mortgage, 
three times a month ahead, uh, um, pay my car note, everything, 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 everything. I know I could, but I'm staying away from poison. I'm trying to, except if it's cognac on the rocks. Okay, I, I may take that, but all the other poison I'm, I'm trying to stay away from. I'm trying to work the nine to five. I'm trying to start a SBA small business or uh, SBA is a small business association. Uh, trying to holler at the uh, commerce, the cha- chambers of commerce, try to network, maybe join an event. I'm trying to go this path because I'm, I don't want to be around all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Karma, uh, whatever you call it, what goes around comes around. Uh, looking over your shoulder, all that shit. Y'all can have that shit. Just alone trying to do the right shit, I'm already going to have so many haters. Already. Oh, he rich. You hear him talking about trading stocks? Plotting against me. People I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? People I do know. Oh, I heard he got people on his wife's DMs. I'm about to hop in that bitch too. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. Already. Trying to do the right thing. Already going to have enough haters. You know what I'm saying? Enough people plotting everything. And the crazy shit is, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to live in Maryland no more. Once I get, if, let me manifest. Once I get popping, I'm probably going to have to move me and my family out of Maryland, D.C., Virginia, out. Just because so many haters so you need the city to build you up to get you that platform, and then you have to dump the city because the city going to turn on you. Sounds like some dumb shit from Batman. It, it was actually in Batman, the, the Heath Lever joint. You can be the hero long enough until you become the villain. Something like that. If you watch the movie, you'll hear the quote. So I get worried that I'm going to have to leave the DMV behind. If I get popping, because I'm in need security, because I got my restaurants I like to go to, people know it. You know what I'm saying? I got my hangout spots I like to go to, people know it. But they don't know that I'm creating a podcast. They don't know that I'm creating a book. They're like, oh, you know Chan, he be into them. You know he's in business and finance, but there's no way he could be successful. Look at look look at him. He looks like a bum. There's no way he can say, I'm trying to lay low. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when shit up and popping, let, look, real quick, before we hop into what I'm trying to hop on Forex and uh, email spamming people, email marketing, I mean, um, already I've had, no, I've told multiple five people, but I've told nobody about this podcast, nobody that I know personally. Already, people have, through various ways, maybe it's LinkedIn or something. Maybe they check my LinkedIn um, and have already told people. And it's already kind of getting out there. You know, Chain got a little podcast he's trying to start. I'm like, yo, it ain't podcast. I don't got my Q&A up yet. And I don't got my polls up yet. But when I do, it's going to be a conversation. I want a conversation with my people. This isn't no chairman, the, the Don, that who got it going on. 
Uh-uh. This is a fam. Business and accounting and regulation and finance fam. A safe space for you to come listen about business, talk about business, and not feel like I'm coming down. Look, if you want to get your life together, five things you have to do. Get the fuck out of here. I don't feel like hearing that bullshit. Just a regular Joe Schmo. You know what I'm saying? So, what we're going to go ahead and get ready to do, even though I have no advertisements, no music, no nothing, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're go- I'm going to look up, and you're more than welcome to join me, how to email spam people, and how to do Forex. Thank you so much to anybody, everybody who decided to join your mans. I appreciate it. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Yo, 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 what's good? It's Chan Man House of Barf. What's poppin'? Yo, so I'm pulling up the laptop right now. And I'm just about to get started. I don't even have it turned on yet. Um, yeah, so uh, things are getting a little bit better. They always say uh, the cream will rise to the crop. Um, not saying I'm the cream, but the amount of bashing and everything I've been taking, I think people are starting to are starting a little bit to be like, yeah, we know Chan crazy. That motherfucker is an asshole. But everything is not looking the way that everybody's making it look and seem. But I still got uh still got a bunch of dickheads out there. Oh shit. Uh, got a couple listens over the weekend. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just a couple listens. Nothing too much. People really ain't fucking with my shit. It's all good. Um, trust me, it, this ain't nothing new. Um, this happens all the time. I told you when I worked in customer service. Um, there, there's shit people don't really understand. When I worked in customer service, what for whatever company it was, um. I would spend extra extra hours uh, learning product knowledge. Product knowledge is a hidden gem. A lot of people, they focus on their greeting, their discovery, um, their addressing their issue, and then their closing. Product knowledge is huge, but a lot of people don't address it. Product knowledge is taking time and learning okay so one i'll just take a random company that I, I don't think like i can slander or anything nordstrom's okay worked in nordstrom's worked in the women's department that's what they wanted me to work They're like chan we need you to work in the women's department i said oh, okay w- women's uh women's fashion i didn't w- i didn't work in women's shoes women's shoes are a whole nother department it's fucking crazy over there. But it's crazy in women's fashion, too. So, I knew nothing about women's fashion. They, I'm not trying to be... I think they just wanted a handsome face over there. Or a handsome body. I'm not, a, I'm not as handsome as I used to be. Um, gained weight. Tore an ankle. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but, I would... In my lunch breaks, and on my 15-minute breaks, whatever... I would have women magazines in my hand, just going through them, 
just going through them, boom, boom, just turning the pages, looking at the different collars, looking at the different shoulders, looking at the different waists, looking at the different bottoms, whatever, just going through it, learning women, okay, that's a prom dress, which is different than a uh, evening dress, which is different than a day dress, whatever, you know, just going through it. I can't remember all the shit now, but product knowledge is huge because people drop problems that they have that they don't even really realize that they have or they drop problems that they have but they really don't want to address it because they don't want to be a nuisance so they kind of say like and um you know um something i don't know i don't know what it is i can't think of it right now and something you know what i'm saying uh and i'm like oh okay I'm going to go through the whole discovery. I'm going to go through the whole addressing the issue oh, and, and the wrap up. The, you know, the wrap up is when you wrap up everything y'all discussed about and then the closing. Uh, but product knowledge is when you address something that they don't even realize that they needed an address or something that they were kind of insinuating, but didn't want to become off as a nuisance. And you're like, you know what? Also, I heard that you said blah, 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 and let me go ahead and take you over here, and what I'm bringing up that for is because I really don't be knowing shit, and I really try to get my product knowledge down, and I can tell you multiple other organizations that I do that at. You can tell the difference when you get great customer service, good customer service, and somebody who is like, yo, how do you survive in this world? Um, so with people wanting to listen to my podcast or not, I've been through this multiple times. People be like, ah, the motherfucker's a loser. The motherfucker's crazy. He don't know what he's talking about. And then what happens, whether it's one year, two years, 10 years later, hey, Chad, man, you still got that shit going on? Yo, that shit's starting to connect. You know, I was trying to tell you. It's like, yeah, 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 but we know you be partying and hanging out and whatnot, drinking, whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. Um, So it just didn't connect. I'd be like, dog, don't, 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 don't be so simple-minded. Don't be so simple-minded. I've worked with rock and roll heads, mohawks, lime green mohawks, uh, gauges, partying all day every day know so much more than me don't be a simp i understand we got the oh sorry simp simp is a bad word nowadays i'm sorry but i think they're talking about a different definition where men who um finance women's uh uh Thank, okay, I've heard simp is not a word that we can use these days. It's supposedly, we got to bleep that word out. I I've, I don't know. My man, has an, a, he has his own podcast going on, and I think he put it up on YouTube, and I think he got ridiculed for using the word simp, uh, so he had to use a different word. So we can't use that word anymore. But don't be um, so uh, superficial where you... Um, you judge people on the basis because you got to also realize we got sharks out there 
who know that people judge off of the content of their skin, of their clothes, and gravitate to that. Whether it's Masonic people, I don't know, Bilderberg, whatever it is, um, Mossad, whatever it is. These groups of people who wear the suits, old Caucasian men, um, and everybody wants to gravitate to that. And then they everybody wants to become that. You know, it's like, nah, dog, there's several people out there who do the research, who got the knowledge, uh, just don't want to fit into that category. And I'm one of them. I don't want to fit into that, honestly. And for some damn reason, my former employers keep looking at my LinkedIn. Seriously. If I'm so bad... And y'all want nothing to do with me. I can see y'all on my on my LinkedIn. There's something that I did right. Something you're like, man, how's that motherfucker doing now? Because I think we may have fucked up. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Or just maybe some obsessed Stan or uh, I don't know if you call the girl Stan. Uh, Sterl or whatever. I don't know. And maybe that. But nah, there's still people looking at my LinkedIn. And I can see it from your former employers. And I don't want to say their names, but I mean, if you go in there, you can see. So, real quick. One thing that I want to hop into real quick that's easy for me. I, I Sometimes I can't even do hard topics. Sometimes I'm like, man, that's too hard. Uh, I won't even touch on that correctly. Uh, let me look around. Um, but if I can say thank you to anybody. And everybody who decided to stop by and check out my podcast, my conversation I'm having, trust me, I'm going to get the question and answers and the polls up soon, and we're going to be chilling. Wait till I get my studio. Y'all really going to see, like, shit going to be, shit going to be kind of wild. I'm going to have my Bev. Uh, if, I, if I get sponsors and endorsements and shit, I'm going to be having my cigar, whatever it is, and we're going to be... Talking about stocks and whatnot, chilling, and I'm going to have my editors, so I'm going to be in the room all day, all day. I'll probably take a nap. I need my naps. I'm going to be in the room all day, and then they're going to be able to edit whatever they think is positive, whatever is not, but now nah, I've been hearing some people talk about, um, who was it? Um, here, let me show y'all real quick. Uh, I got my phone back, so I can... Talk on my phone and do YouTube. Uh, what's his name? The nature guy. Uh, that was supposed to be eaten by... Here, let me put it, Eaten by Anaconda. This guy was on a podcast. And he talks about how... Did a six-week expedition through the Amazon looking for the largest anacondas on Earth. And, like, the first thing we found was this, like, 13 huge female anaconda and boom she goes into the water and she's gonna just run away so i run forward i grab her i pull her back she strikes at me and as she strikes at me i just just grab her head right before it hits my face so i have this snake i get my another hand okay that's not the part he was talking about but what's his name um what's his name come on come on come on paul rosalie so he talks about it how man when you get popping um you get these phone calls uh, from Hollywood or whatever uh, fucking your shit up. 
Like, he trying to chill, go through the nature, relax and whatnot. And they're like, hey, you're popping, and we want to um, do something with you. So can you come to our office and talk about what you can do? And he's like, hey, yeah, just follow me in the jungle, and everything will be okay. You know, and they're like, ah, nah, that's not what we want. And he's like, yo, what, what is it What, what is it that y'all looking for? Uh, let me see. Because I want y'all to hear uh, for yourselves. So you're not just like, I'm, I'm, um, do you own your telling y'all something? One second. Let me look, let me look it up. All right. I found it. <laughs> um, so how did that whole video come about of you getting eaten by the anaconda? Uh, well, okay. <clears throat> I'll say it like this. The. Pardon this brief interruption, but I want to take a minute to talk about this incredible supplement that optional scientists think really important. That break paired with two chemicals died, pair and called certain decline active both into the N V the ship. And each time an ancient tree gets cut, you know, you're talking about a skyscraper of life. You're talking about something where there's reptiles, amphibians, birds, mammals, lichens, mosses, orchids, all this stuff living on this tree. It's taken hundreds of years, centuries to become this giant pillar of the forest. And then somebody comes in with a chainsaw, thing goes down. And so they do that, they board it up, send it out, and then they burn with what's left. And so you see that again and again and again. You go, oh my God, they weren't lying to me when I was a kid. The rainforests really are disappearing. They really are getting destroyed. And um, and so I started. we started looking for ways to protect the forest, which again, as a tw now 20-something year old kid, and I'm running, I'm having all these crazy adventures. Great. Um, and then, you know, one night around a fire, JJ's father, uh, old badass guy that had been in the Amazon his whole life. Um, you know, we were talking and they said, look, if this place isn't going to change into something very different from what it is, it has to be protected. You know, we said, well, what does that look like? And so they just said, we, have, we need more support. We need, we need, you know, somehow we need to, we didn't have a plan. Um, and so around that time, uh, I got a call from Discovery Channel, and they, they flew me out to L.A., and they said, look, we, we want to do a show about anacondas with you. And I said, great. So let's do it. Um, and I told them how important they are, apex predators, all this stuff. They're such, such big, beautiful snakes. We had all this incredible footage to show them. And uh, they were like, that's cool, but it's not enough. We got a Discovery Channel out here in the DMV, just by the way. They're like, we need, we need something more. And so I'm sitting in this room, and then I, I told them the story about the kid that got eaten, and then they said, no, 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 there's no, there's no confirmed cases of a person being eaten by an anaconda. And, of course, we have confirmed cases of people being eaten by a reticulated python, but we don't have for anaconda. Um, and so I said, so what does that mean? So it's not true? Just You know what I mean? Like a, a villager out in the middle of the Amazon, if his mother is eaten by an anaconda, he's not going to go film it with his phone and upload it to YouTube and go on CNN and be like, got it. Like, it they, that's not how they, yeah. Um, so, like, that's not like it doesn't happen. And, and just jokingly, I was like, dude, I should just, like, get in some sort of a protective suit and get swallowed to prove that it's possible because these snakes are huge. And the guy was just like, that's it. He's like, you just hit it, kid. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and then and then I, I refused it. And then I, you know, I, I talked to uh, everyone. So, yeah. Have you ever seen me out here doing some wild shit? Oh, goodness. You ever see me out here doing some wild shit for some content? No. 
it probably was not my idea. Depending on how wild it is. If it seems like some shit that's in my, uh, I don't know what it is, animal box or whatever, then that's probably me. But if it seems like some shit that's outside the box, me getting eaten by anaconda, that was not my idea, and I did it for the content. Um, all right, so let's look up something real quick. I'm going to put in a quick question. Uh, pull up Google, and I'm going to ask. Here, let me pause this shit. Let me pause it. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan. I appreciate it. Um, God bless. Seriously. Uh, please, if somehow, if y'all can put, put, put the podcast on and don't even listen to it. Uh, when the book comes out, purchase the book. Whatever it is. Come on. We got to get this shit up. Get the following. Put the following on Spotify. Whatever it is. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, a uh, million dollars worth of game. That was a notification for a million dollars worth of game. Uh, they're interviewing Road Me. Oh, that's a guy from, uh, he got a song and he was on uh, Power. Um, that was a notification from them. All right. Anything y'all can do. Appreciate it. Just follow it on Spotify. Got it on multiple different platforms. Here, let me go back to my computer real quick. Um, tell y'all what platforms it's on. I know it may be boring. It's not. It's not nothing crazy. Um, it's not edited. Nothing. It's on. What is it on? Tell me what plat. Excuse me. What platforms is it on? Come on. It's on Amazon. It's on Spotify. Spotify Podcasters. Amazon Music. Apple Music. Uh, I mean, Apple Podcasts. CastBox. iHeartRadio. Radio Public. Um, and another one. What is this one? I can't even tell what that one is. Uh, give me just one second. I'm going to figure out that last one. Uh, is it Pocket Cast? I believe it's Pocket Cast. You know, like, just help a brother out. I'm over here trying to talk about stocks and bonds. I know I've been slipping. I'm always falling into some personal stuff that's going on in my life. Uh, besides personal stuff that's going on in my life, I had another productive meeting. I'm telling you, I'm in a spiritual warfare. And right now, tables are churning a little bit. Um... I got another conversation from somebody on the opposite end, somebody I've been beefing with, not beefing with, I initiated the beef, I cussed them out, said, I don't want to hear from y'all anymore, leave me alone. And they reached out and was like, look, just want to touch base with you, I never blocked your phone number, I never changed my phone number, I just wanted to reach out to you and just say hello, and I hope you've been doing well. And just know, we, we, we good. And I would love to see the children. Matter of fact, if I could, I would like to take the children on a vacation. And I said, all right, that's cool. That's cool. It's just, I've been through a lot lately. 
My spouse has been taking children, my children, not telling me where they've been. They've been hanging out with people I don't even know. I've been receiving threats lately from people against me, my family, including my children. And I'm, I've been left in the dark. So as much as people want to act like I'm spazzing and I'm going crazy, I am going crazy. I'm left in the dark. I'm figuring shit out. And they're like, yo, you don't got nothing to worry about. This is somebody I'm close with. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what? Cool. Go ahead. Let them enjoy their summer. School's going to start soon. Appreciate for you to reach out to me and let me know. Because my spouse is, estranged spouse is not telling me anything. Just nothing. I have no idea what's going on. It's complete hate. You know? Uh, so, yeah. Had that conversation. Went fair, fairly decent. Uh, so, I know I always drop in some personal shit and everything. And people may say, that's not good for the analytics. People want to hear your personal shit, but not too much. I'm starting to get to a point where I'm about, my ass is about to be hanging out. I'm like, yo, nobody's listening to my podcast. There's no need for me to even try to attempt to be on my best behavior. Nobody's listening. You know, so about to just <laughs> ass out, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to try to keep it cool. Stay patient. Stay calm. I'm, I'm approximately 150 episodes in and not one single sponsor. And I know you say, what, man, Chan? Come on. Joe Rogan has like 1,300 podcasts. This is what you understand. I had a podcast before. It was like 15 episodes. Already got a phone call from a sponsor. Multiple sponsors. So it's just getting a little frustrating. I just want to hurry up. Just try to make them them pennies rolling in. You know what I'm saying? And let's get it popping. You know, so I want to thank anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan Man. I appreciate it so much. I do have listener support up. I got rid of all my music. I used to put music in my podcast, in my conversations. Got rid of all of it. I'm going to start working on putting questions and answers and polls and possibly even writing out topics. I didn't want to write out topics for a while because I just wanted this to be a free flow, a free for all. If you play Call of Duty or Fortnite or anything, I just want to be a free for all. Not no written, scripted, nothing, none of that. Get it out of here. I'm tired of the regular podcast going on. I'm tired of it. Even the podcast I like listening to. I'm tired of it. It's the same formula everywhere. I'm like, screw all that. This is not Chan Man. You got to remember, Chan Man's the Don who got it going on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing. So I can't follow the same platform as everybody else. I can't. I can't. You got the microphones in front of your face that you're... That they be adjusting, moving around. Got the questions that they get asked, blah, 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 the topics they go over. They got the camera that shoots in 55K or whatever it is. And it's the same shit over and over and over. And, and I'm like, no, no, this is not what I'm doing. I got my cell phone. That's, that's my microphone. I'm holding it with my hand right now. <laughs> I'm walking around. I'm starting a podcast, and I'm talking about regular-ass shit, shit from the basement, shit from the bottom. 
If you want to know how to start a podcast, if you go through all the episodes, where do you start? I don't know. The beginning, Genesis. I didn't name the first uh, episode Genesis. I named it Meet and Greet. I felt it was very important to meet and greet people. Hello, my name is. Hi, my name is. You know, so I thought that was very important. Just, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. This is what's going on. Do you want to start a podcast? Do you want to start a business? Well, look, you're dealing with a man that's about to be homeless, spouseless, jobless, and I'm about to start from the bottom, from the basement, and I'm about to keep going. Once this book comes out, I got a book that I'm working on coming out, when it comes out, I'm going to be driving around in my car, trying to market it. Right now, I'm about to try to spam people in their emails. They're not going to open it, but I'm going to keep pushing and pushing. And then you're going to start seeing, oh, snap. Oh, snap. This motherfucker just wasn't any motherfucker. That's what I'm trying to work on. But you know what? Oh, my bad. You know what? It takes time. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead. Take a quick pause. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan. I appreciate it. I'm Chan, man. This is House of Bar. All right, all right. I apologize if I was ridiculing y'all. Uh, I do want to say I pre- appreciate everything and everything y'all do. It's just getting frustrating. I thought I would have a sponsor by now. Even if it was a one penny for every hundred views, you know... Just frustrating. So, let's go to my Google. Got to make sure I hold this up to my mouth. Uh, how do I email market my podcast? Okay. Um, how do I put my email? Let me try again. How do I promote my podcast via email? According to MailerLite, since podcast email marketing is heavily based on building relationships with listeners, a welcome email is a great place to start. In your welcome message, introduce yourself and your podcast. Tell subscribers what to expect from your emails and share some podcast episodes readers can start listening to. Ooh, okay. That's serious. Sales snap. Okay. That's how email marketing like that. Uh... You know, the question is, how confident am I in my podcast? Like, if I had to give my podcast a rating 1 through 10, I'd be like, I don't know. Like, it's at least a 5, which is an F or E, depending on where you're from. You know, but I really, yeah. So, you know, but I know how it works with me. I know typically, eventually, you know, There'll be something in there. Some type of content in there. Um, so I want to be very careful with this because this is how pump and dump schemes work uh, with the stock market. People will uh, purchase a stock and then they'll have their homeboy purchase a stock and they'll have another homeboy purchase a stock. We've, t- we've talked about this before. Market manipulation. And then they will... 
send out a bunch of emails and whatnot. Hey, listen to this. I mean, hey, pay attention to the stock. Um, it's fantastic. You know what I'm saying? And then actually what they're doing is they're running a pump and dump scheme. When So when the stock goes up because a bunch of people who are always looking for another stock. Oh, I need another stock. I need another stock. I need another stock. And then they get that email. Then they're like, oh, this is the new stock. Bet. I'm going to go ahead and hop in. And it goes up. Boom. And then what are those people who initially started it? What do they do? They pull out. So I want to be very careful with email marketing to people. You know, because... I don't want them to feel like, oh, he just did a scam or whatever, you know, or he's just spamming us so that he can promote his podcast and start to get paid, which, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm trying to do, but I'm not trying to scam nobody. I don't even have a subscription and I don't plan on, you know, charging for this. I just want donations and whatnot, whatever you feel is necessary, you know, um, let me see. Uh, reach over a hundred thousand people, uh, reddit.com. Okay. They don't have anything substantial. Uh, pod reacher, 16 ways to promote your podcast. Standard and uncommon email strategy. Um, create audio clips, promote via social channels. Make it easier for your guest. Uh, get out there. Uh, get your podcast mentioned on LinkedIn. Use text messaging. Do a giveaway. Create a VIP ambassador community. Spin wisely. Okay. Okay. So that's something that I'm looking into. Um, let me see. Let me, let, let's see if we can get something done. I don't want to just sit here, just be like, eh, this is what it is. Let's see if we can get something done. Um, and, and you're more than welcome to just sit here. This is what I always say. You can just sit here with me. Um, let me see. How to promote on, on Spotify? Because that's the main platform that I'm on. Goodness gracious. Always accept our cookies. Like, that's disgusting. How to get the most out of your email marketing. Here, let me, uh, here, this is what I'm reading right now. Ah, I read aloud tools, still not working. All right, how to get the most out of your email marketing from podcasts. Sending regular email campaigns is one thing, but there's so much more you can do with your podcast email marketing. We'll share our three favorite email marketing tips below. One, send automate automated welcome emails Two, celebrate milestones uh three segment your podcast audience okay let's see i don't got none of this going on so this is gonna be really tough for me because seriously i don't got no website i don't got nothing you know what i'm saying i just got this podcast me and my microphone and i'm just trying to put it out there i have i have spurts and that lets me know that people are like, oh, I want to listen to this House of Barf. And then they listen to it and they're like, oh, gosh, this guy's more boring than watching paint dry on the wall. Gosh, darn. Uh, let me see. So I'm going to figure out uh, something real quick. 
How do I get a bunch of emails to promote my podcast? Here is information from Castos. Okay. Like, like, how do I find a bunch of emails? It's all somewhere earlier. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need to holler at some some scam artists. Like, yo, can you just give me a bunch of people information so I can, you know, promote my podcast? But I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um. And I know the easiest thing is to start off with the people I know. But we all know how that goes. When people type here. Okay. Some people just say when you put a episode out there, have people sign up for the email list. Okay. Okay. That's one thing I could do. I'm going to start doing that. Having the email list going. Um, I may not get to the Forex today. Um, you gotta give me a second because seriously, creating content at the same time of trying to do research does take a lot out of me. Like it really does. Like, you know, I mean, really, it's not that hard, but I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Nobody's listening anyways. Um, yeah, let's listen to this random lady. If you're looking for a low-cost, high-return podcast promotion strategy, then you need to be using email campaigns to engage with your listeners. This is uh, Riverside FM. ...between episode releases. Here's 10 email campaign ideas that you can use to create more meaningful relationships with your listeners, and we'll share the top three email services to try for free. Before we get started, make sure to press that like button and subscribe to the Riverside YouTube channel. With podcast email marketing, you can have two-way conversations, build a community and strengthen relationships, gather feedback from your audience, elaborate or follow up on topics after a podcast episode, keep listeners updated on your podcast's news, developments, and events, automate messages to lessen your workload, and offer sponsors or advertisers another advertising medium. Okay, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm gonna I definitely I'm gonna start getting the Q and A up. Seriously, I'm gonna go through my episodes. Now I'm gonna see these podcast email services that she's talking about because that's what I need to find out. Some of the best email marketing websites for podcasters. Our first recommendation is Mailchimp. Mailchimp has tons of templates to choose from, and you can connect your RSS feed to your account so that a new email is triggered every time you release a new episode. Number two is ConvertKit. This software was made for creators. It's free up to a thousand subscribers. They have a landing page and opt-in templates to help you stay on brand while gaining new email subscribers. They also give you access to their active creator community to help you grow and collaborate. The third is Constant Contact. This is a beginner-friendly tool for all things marketing. They offer a free trial and you can create emails from hundreds of templates as well as connect your social media accounts so that you can post to all accounts with just a single click. They've also recently- All right, cool, cool, cool. So I'm gonna look those up. And then I'm going to try to go ahead and start. So, if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you receive an uh, a email from me, you'll know why. So, I'm going to try to get some of these email services and try to pump it. All right. So, another thing is, um, um, real quick, I'll take a quick break and then uh, I'll quick pause. And then I'll come back and talk about the, uh, let's just take a look at the market real quick. Uh, it's approximately 7.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's August 13th, 2023. Shout out to the Leos. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who's decided to stop and kick it with your man, Chan. I appreciate it. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. All right. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? It's Chan Man, House of Barf. 
Before we check out, let's go ahead and take a quick look at the market. Oh, we've got the market overview. Uh, let me see if there's any potential gainers or losers that we may be beneficial to pay attention to. Uh, again, I'm going to be working on not just paying attention to all these little companies, which I'm still going to pay attention to them, but also paying attention to some of the larger companies. Uh, I do have my scan tool. Uh, let me see if I can pull my scan tool up real quick. Uh, so that, you know, when you're going through a bunch of uh, stocks and whatnot, you, you can come across a bunch of little mediocre companies. And you're like, what the hell? Who are any of these companies? And I really messed up the, the other day with this company called uh, Ticker Symbol RGTI. Uh, Rigetti Computing pissed me the fuck off. I mean, pissed me off. I made the perfect trade. I made the perfect trade. I got in around probably two oh four, two dollars and four cents. Held it to probably like two dollars and like five cents, six cents or something, and it went up to two dollars and approximately twenty eight cents. Oh my gosh, pissed me off. So it's it's not that I'm not calling some of these stocks correctly. There's another thing that I got to pay attention to, which is grown man time. Not, not bitching out too quickly, you know, uh, holding it for a few more seconds and then, uh, excuse me, getting out. Okay. I'm, I was sitting there like, okay, I made, I made like 1%, 1.2%. And I was like, okay, I made my one, two, 1.2%. And in hindsight, right, because the other stocks that I made approximately 1%. And I didn't sell out, uh, ended up turning around to bite me in the ass. For example, um, what's this one? Anglo-American Platinum, up approximately 1%. Now it's down approximately 1%. Well, it's down approximately 0.7%. Uh, Paramount, up approximately 1% at the one time. Now it's down approximately 5%. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I couldn't have called it. And I finally did what I was supposed to do with Rigetti. Was I got it was one up one percent. I got out, you know, and come. I came back a couple days later, and what did I see? Oh, Rigetti is shooting through the roof because it had uh, better than expected quarter two earnings. Fuck off, gosh darn, you know, oh, son of a gun. Uh, so, um. We're just going to keep our eye out. I will say Foot Locker is finally, uh, is finally turning a little bit of a profit. Uh, again, it's Sunday. Today's not trading day, but just getting ready for the markets uh, for tomorrow. Um, so we can take a look. Um, Paramount appears to still just be getting ready to kick more ass and JetBlue. Uh, got a phone call from a homeboy. Was like, man, I flew JetBlue and everything was great till I got the customer service. Okay, so one stock I want to take a look at. Because you know what I've been hearing over and over and over and over? Fuck Verizon. I'm moving over to T-Mobile. I've been hearing this for years. For years. And it has not clicked to me yet. Let me see. What is their ticker symbol? T-Mobile. 
Where's it? Where's it at? Let me see. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. T-Mobile. Here, I'll, I'll just speak it out so you can be with me. What is T-Mobile's ticker? All right, T-Mus. T-M-U-S. All right, let's look it up real quick. Because I've been hearing a lot of people say this. They're like, they make fun of me. Chain, you still with Verizon, dog? Dog, get that shit up. Verizon ain't shit. People keep telling me, get with T-Mobile. Keep People keep telling me, get with T-Mobile. So this is a trade I'm probably going to have to make tomorrow. Because I'm like, you know what? It's too crazy. And let me look over the last 10 years. Mm, it's been going up. Mm. Damn it. It has one little drop. There's one little drop right now around 138. Oh, gosh, I've missed it completely. They said, get with the magenta. Get with the magenta, Chan. You're losing out. You don't, you don't see it. You at Verizon. And how are they? Uh, you know them. Take, take my money. But I have no problems with customer. I mean, I have no problems with uh, service or whatnot. I've never had an issue with service. And people at T-Mobile would be like, yo, I, I don't have no issues with service either. And if you're if you're really hip, you really know what goes on. Does T-Mobile use Verizon Towers? According to Whistleow, no, T-Mobile doesn't use Verizon Towers. T-Mobile and Verizon operate their own independent cellular networks. Does Sprint use Verizon Towers? According to Quora, most towers minus 80 to 85% are owned by other companies who then lease space to add on Verizon and Sprint and T-Mobile for that matter. They do not share equipment, though, like antennas and transmitters. So essentially, if I'm correct, Verizon and AT&T own majority of the towers. And then they lease out to companies like T-Mobile and Sprint. So I'm not sure, but I'm kind of like, you know what? Verizon's trading at, what, $33.33? I mean, something like that, approximately. And, uh, and it's not trading hours, so I don't have to say the time or anything. You know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, tomorrow I will state what time it is and the dates and everything. But right now I don't need to state it. So it's like, yo, why is Verizon stock doing so bad? Like, let's take a look at the news. Mm. I'm trying to find Verizon news. Okay, can't find anything. But, I mean, I, I can find a couple things, but... uh. Just, just nothing important that I, that I saw just glancing. Uh, let's look at see what we got. Let's see if uh, anybody's doing any news right now. Let's look at uh, Asia, see if they're on, turned on. SOX, for example, the chip ET. Of course, biggest weekly decline in 11 months or so. So on that note, let's take a look at the chip makers in South Korea. So 
this spread between Samsung Electronics and SK Hynix quite interesting uh, to look at because uh, some were saying that this is really the case of Samsung Electronics are trying to play catch up with SK Hynix in terms of valuation. We've got Samsung Electronics are trying to decide the direction for the day, but it's down 3% so far this month when SK Hynix is down 7.5% so far this Okay, so you know what? It's, it, I, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, I've been noticing it since I've been creating content. I, y'all probably haven't been noticing because nobody's listened to my podcast. I've been noticing it. Topics that have been crossing my mind. I'll create the content. I told you, I haven't really been listening to other podcasts. Um... The pivot, I did. I did watch the pivot the other day with Nick Chuck, uh, but a million dollars worth of game, whatever. Joe Button joint, um, drink champs, uh, Wall Street. Ch- I, I really haven't uh, because I've been like, you know what? Because I don't want super influence. The Breakfast Club. I, I haven't even listened to the Breakfast Club in a little while, and I used to listen to the Breakfast Club every morning. But I've been taking a chill pill because I'm like, you know what, Chan, I. You don't want to just become another robot. Uh, uh, let's let's think. What's, what's been in the news uh, recently? I'm trying to think. Uh, I know, I know, I've, I know, I know something because I, 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 you know, I've heard of it too. But regardless, it gets pump, pump, pump. Let's pump this story. Let's pump this story. Let's pump this story. So I'm like, you know what? I'm separating myself from all that, and it may not seem like I'm not covering topics. Look, I hear the topics as well, too. And I have conversations with my friends and family. Did you hear such and such and such and such? What? Let me think. Here, let me, let me pull up. Let me pull up something. Just to, just to let you know what it's like. Oh, yeah, this is what everybody's talking about. Give me, give me one second. What, what is she talking about? Bank loans? particularly even a move on the MLF rate, but we'll have to wait and see, of course. But in terms of what we're working with today, uh, investors will be, of course, reacting to that new bank lend. Oh, people been, haven't been taking bank loans. Okay, which makes sense. Everybody's out of money. But, and, and when you run out of money, what are you going to do? Fuck it. I'm going shopping, bitch. I'm tired. I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know how much longer I got. God knows my time. I don't. I can create a budget. I can create that budget. But fuck it. It's a fuck it budget. It's it's a budget that I may or may not follow. And you know what? Guess what? I got life insurance. And whenever I pass, if I ran up the tab, hopefully... Lord willing, the insurance company doesn't scam my family and they get the insurance money and they can take care of the tab. It, people are like, yo, I'm not, t- I'm, I'm tired of bank loans. We're tired of credit cards. We, they, we ran them up. Sorry. That's okay. So we got the football going on. Donald Trump, I think he's in, indicted, about to go to jail. Um, bridge attack. In Ukraine? Oh my gosh. Um what else we got? Uh Cowboys lost to the Jaguars. Gosh darn. Gosh darn it, Cowboys. Get it together. Um Student loans. 
Camp Pam, Obama advisor, government shutdown, very possible. Uh, let's see. Who is that? Meg the Stallion in some type of dress. Oh my goodness. Ridiculous. Um, what happened to Bankman Fried? Bankman, Bankman Fried, what did you do? You got more, more, <laughs> more time. Aren't you already locked, locked up? Sam, Sam Bankford. Let me see. Let me see. U.S. Today. Let me see what they're talking about. What 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 date is this? I'm trying to see something something happened with Bankman Fried. I don't know. Either, it's probably not going to go to jail. Just ridiculous. Neo stands by transphobic comments. I'll never be okay with that. Okay. Sandra Bullock has a new partner. Oh. No. Oh. Her partner died. Ooh. I'm sorry, Sandra. God bless you. Uh, So. What I mean is. It's not that I don't. I just want to see one thing real quick. What happened to Sam Bankford fried? Did he get away with it? Because you know how it works with these with these situations. They always get away with it. Let me see. I just, I just want to see if he got away. Four hours ago. Sam Bankman fried. This is the Stanford Daily. Where's my read aloud? To- Thank you. SBF is leaving campus. Sam Bankman fried. Campus. But Stanford's ties to his case are deeper than previously known. SBF is leaving campus. But Stanford's ties to his case are deeper than previously known. By Theo Baker. Crypto magnate Sam Bankman fried was scheduled to speak to a Stanford class this winter, the Daily has learned. The topic of the course, tech ethics. Bankman Fried wouldn't have the opportunity to give that lecture, though. Instead, before the winter quarter even began, he was placed under house arrest just a stone's throw away from the lecture hall, confined to a home on campus owned by his parents, Stanford Law School, SLS, Professors Joseph Bankman and Barbara Fried. His stay at Stanford came to an end Friday, when Bankman Fried's bail was revoked by Judge Lewis A. Kaplan over alleged attempts at witness interference. Instead of his parents' $5 million house, Bankman Fried is now confined to a Manhattan detention center. But the Stanford community's ties to his case, already well reported, are even deeper than previously thought. Okay, let's get to the let's get to the shit. New court filings allege that Bankman and Fried were themselves improperly enriched, and exclusive daily reporting shows that Bankman continues to serve in official capacities at the school. Bankman Fried's breach of bail conditions may cause his parents as well as Stanford professor Andreas Pepke and former SLS Dean Larry Kramer who helped guarantee Bankman Fried's $250 million bail to forfeit the collateral they put forward, further increasing the cost of an already expensive legal battle. Okay, real quick, I just want to find out what, what's going on with him. Uh, let me see if I can find... Let me see if I can find another article. Because, you know, it's just these people... I don't mean to say these people, but 
uh, scam artists and whatnot, uh, when they're really rich. Uh, is he going back to jail? Did he, was he out? Now I got to go to one of these simple things like CNBC or something who just buzzwords. Let me see. U.S. judge sends FTX's Sam Bankman fried to jail over witness tampering. Oh, no. That's a big no-no. Oh, man, don't do that. Key points. Sam Bankman-Fried will head to jail on Friday after a judge sided with a request by federal prosecutors to revoke the FTX founder's bail over alleged witness tampering. Mm. Bankman-Fried will be remanded to custody directly from a court hearing in New York, where he will remain ahead of his criminal trial, which is due to begin on October 2nd. Okay, so he's... Damn! Well, there goes September. Mama, I'll be back in November. <laughs> like, all right, and that article was written by uh, CNBC's uh, writer uh, Mackenzie Sagalos and Don Gill. Woo! Well, Bankman Fried, I'm pretty sure he's in PC uh, pr pr protective custody. I'm pretty sure they're not putting him in uh, GP, uh, a Gen Pop, a Gen Pop general population. I'm pretty sure he's up there chilling with all the other gangsters and frosters, you know, from many, many years ago. Uh, but man, he's going to be in there. His, his case, if I'm correct, let me see. It's going to start October. Oh, I, I'm, look, I don't, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? About a bunch of people, but oh, October 2nd, his, his trial, ah, his trial begins on October 2nd. Ooh, that man. He's going to be in and out of jail. And the thing is, look at his face. Just look at his hair. Look at his face. His hair already looks a little crazy on the first time. And I can't talk because I look crazy too. I look like a black uh, SBF. You know, <laughs> like, um, but what? look at him. Look at him as he goes to the trial because this is what happens when you go to trial. I guarantee you when he's in jail right now, and, and I can't speak for it because, you know, I'm not an expert on it. When he's in jail right now, he's chilling. He's like, man, let me go ahead. Let me get let me get an extra cookie. Man, let me get an extra such and such. He's good right now. But when he starts trial and they start talking about the time that he can get and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to start seeing it in his face. Because the closer and closer you get to that day when they determine whether they're going to say guilty or they don't they don't say innocent they say like non present what do they say in court ah. let me see real quick what's the latin term for innocent here is your translation ah oh, that's not it it's like non presuenske or something uh, da, 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 da. I wish I could find it. Um, but that's what they're gonna say. They don't. They don't say innocent. That that innocent shit is a shit that you listen to when you listen to 80, 89 hip. You know, hip hop from nineteen eighty nine and whatnot. That said, I'm innocent. Nah, nah, it's nothing like that. When you're in court, they use term. They use Latin terms and shit. And 
when you start getting close to that shit, you start getting stressed. And you and you're talking to your moms, you're talking to your pop. They cause they calling you while you in when you inside. And they just like, how you doing in there? And you're like, yo, I'm good. Do you mind just putting, you know, like twenty more dollars on my um on my bracelet, whatever, or on my on my number, you know what I'm saying? Uh so that I you know what I'm saying, I can make more phone calls and then shit, I don't even know about commentary how that shit works. So essentially you have like I don't quote me, but I got you know, I know I know I got know a few people up in Upper Marlboro. You know what I'm saying? You got like a bracelet and uh you got a code on this bracelet. So you gotta put money on this bracelet. You know what I'm saying? This bracelet has like a, a code, you know what I'm saying, like a like a barcode. And when you go use the phone or I guess when you go get your commissary, you just you know, you just use this code. You know what I'm saying? So essentially I don't know where he's at. What prison is he in? He's going to be dealing with some shit. He's going to be like, Mom, can you just... And she's and knowing his parents, because they're probably, like, filthy rich, they're going to just put $1,000 on there for no reason. And it's going to be unnecessary. They're going to leave money with the jail facility. Let me see real quick. Where is Sam Bankman Fried locked up at? The Metropolitan Detention Center. According to CNN, Bankman Fried was remanded, at least temporarily, to the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. The parties sort out details of how we will review discovery materials ahead of a trial scheduled for October. Oh, I, look, I know nothing about the the detention center in Brooklyn. Uh, Let's just, let's see if these facilities have reviews. That does not sound like a good detention center that you want to be locked up in. Might even be worse than Upper Marlboro. Uh, let's just take a quick look. Uh, Metropolitan Detention of Brooklyn's Reviews. According to Wikipedia, the Metropolitan Detention Center, Brooklyn is a United States federal administrative detention facility in the Sunset Park neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York City. Okay. Uh, Reviews-wise, it looks like it has like a... I know, it's like, how are you going to review a, a, a correctional facility or a detention center? At least they're not calling it a correctional facility, but they, from what it looks like, it has like a three out of five. So... He may be okay, okay. Like he may be okay. He may be chilling, but you're gonna see it. It's going to start getting to him. I'm gonna be watching the case. I'm gonna be watching the trial. This is probably gonna be on CNBC or something, uh, MSNBC. I'm gonna be watching uh, because I mean, you you got you got to see how much money this guy frauded. It was like, let me see real quick, just real quick, and I still haven't got the for it. How much money the same Batman fried still? How much money the Sam Bankman fried fraud? $8 billion. According to CNBC, how Sam Bankman fried swindled $8 billion in customer money, according to federal prosecutors. $8 billion. <laughs> I'm going to be watching this shit because you just want to see what happens. I mean,. That shit's crazy. Eight billion dollars. He had the best celebrities: Steph Curry, uh, Tom Brady. I think his spouse. Um, let me see, real quick. Goodness gracious, y'all. 
I'm, I'm not trying to promote this shit, but what celebrities were involved in the FTX case? According to Forbes, these celebrity endorsers include supermodel Giselle Bunchen, NBA star Stephen Curry, tennis phenom Naomi Osaka, former baseball superstar David, Big Poppy Ortiz, and Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. They are all implicated for appearing in paid advertising campaigns and endorsing the exchange. He had everybody. He had everybody in that joint. You know what I'm saying? They all probably got some type of lawsuit. I think, I'm not even sure. I don't, I'm not, don't quote me. I'm probably going to get sued. I think there was other celebrities. Another famous NBA basketball player that talks like, shooka dooka now. That one. I think he was in the case too. Like, they're, they're, and he was the one kind of dodging, trying to run. And they finally caught up with him at an NBA basketball game. He got pissed off and kicked the person who served him out. And was like, don't you ever come back again. You know, <laughs> like, like, yo, yo, this shit got real. I, I, October 2nd, I'm going to be, I'm going to be zoomed in. Like, I, let me, let me, let me, let me see. What day is that? Let me see. What day is that? October 2nd. That is a Monday. Oh, 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 oh. That's a way to start your week off. Uh, you know, even the worst enemies, I still sometimes feel bad for them. I know people are like, man, don't feel bad for them assholes. They deserve what they're getting. And I'm like, but dog, can you imagine right now? It's Families are on vacation, smoking weed. It's legal in Maryland now, drinking cognac. And yeah, maybe you are doing that in jail, but this is the difference. When I go to bed and I wake up, I'm like, beautiful morning, Al. When he wakes up, he's like, fuck. He <laughs> like, is totally different. You know, like, ah, man. But you know what? That's why I always try to talk. Stay out the trap. And the biggest trappers are the ones in the suits. Stay out the, look, it's not even worth it. Look at look at the the former president number forty five getting indicted. Look at him, how much he ages over the next. I don't even know what's going on in his case because it has nothing to do with barf. Well, if I looked it up, it probably has a lot to do with barf. What was his case about? Uh, inciting a riot against uh, the government, uh, trying to I guess he was trying to do a coup. So that really doesn't have nothing to do with barf. So I'm not going to get too much into his case, but. If I could say anything, at least I would rather be going to jail at like 30, 40 years old than going to jail at like 70, 80. At 70, 80, I'm trying to kick it with my grandchildren. You know what they say about, um, uh, what, is the, what is the joke? Um, you know why grandparents and grandchildren get along so well? They have a common enemy. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to kick it with my grandchildren and tell them, look, I know your I know your daddy is an asshole. I know your mommy's an asshole. What they tell you? You can't have another piece of chocolate? Here, here's another piece of chocolate. I am not trying to be locked up. Not. They're going to try to pull that old mafia, I mean, sorry, old Cosa Nostra, whatever it's called. Uh, He's too old to go to jail. Ain't nobody too old to go to jail. You commit a crime, you go to jail. 
I don't care how old you are, unless you're like incapacitated or something. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know what's going to happen. You're going to go into jail. You're going to get your skull cracked. And you're going to go ahead. He's out of here. That's what's going to happen. You sh- they always say, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be rude or anything. But if I'm an old head committing crimes, when I go to jail, you best believe I'm going to pay for some protection or something because I can't be getting my skull cracked. I'm too old. My skull is going to get cracked just by falling alone. So uh, I'm going to work on this email marketing bullshit, try to spam people's emails, uh, try to get this shit figured out. I'm about to get desperate. I'm about to reach out to all the people I've cussed out over the year. <laughs> oh, gosh. this They always say, don't burn a bridge unless you know how to swim. You know, <laughs> like, now I got to reach out to people that I've cussed out and say, hey, I'm doing a podcast. I'm 150 episodes in and nobody's listening. Do you mind trying to listen and following me on Spotify? <sighs> I got to figure out how I'm going to do this. Then next... I'm going to try to work on 4X. Uh, uh, oh, one thing I want to say. It was crazy how I was just talking about Verizon and T-Mobile. Looked on the news, and what are they talking about? Samsung, LG, and the, I guess the Hong Kong. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. The Hong Kong, I guess, electronic company. Um, It's over now. I know it's over now. So he has time on his side, and uh, he has uh, is not facing any political tests uh, in the near future. The state elections are over. so he could potentially focus on reform. I'm talking about state elections. Uh, it's a setback for the uh, Zakapoli. Uh, yeah, they're talking about state elections. So. I don't know. Let's take a look real quick. What's going on over there? Asia joining us live and JP on part of the conversation as well. Quick break on squawk. We're back in two. Okay. So yeah, they're talking about state elections. I yeah, I gotta keep an eye on that. As far as I know, uh, China they're having a bunch of issues with their economy. Um, they're going through deflation. Uh, they don't look like they're working well with America. Uh, they're very concerned about everything the Americans have planned. It's always this thing of tug and war. Uh, so if they had elections going on, there's probably some crazy shit with the elections. As well as we got elections coming up next year. But it's already August. Um, so it's sometimes very important to start getting prepared for the next year already. Uh, you can get started now, 100 days out. However many days out it is, 100 and, you know some 15, 20 days out, start getting ready for the next year, me included. I got a hell of a year coming up. Hell of a year. I I don't even want to get into it. But, all right, so, again, I'm going to be working on 4X soon, even tonight. I'm going to take a quick break on creating this podcast or this conversation I'm having. I'm going to have to get the Q&A polls up. I'm going to have to, I mean, the Q&A and the polls up. Uh, got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, going to work on it. I'm not gonna leave y'all hanging. Yeah, don't don't have any worries. Uh, as far as tickers, gonna work on the tickers. Gonna work on the forex. Gonna work on all this. Uh, 
Well, you know what? One thing real quick that's crazy about Forex. The people that are trading Forex are very... Let me see what they're talking about over there in Hong Kong or South Korea. Where, where, where are they at? Being attached to reactor earnings uh, reports uh, out last week. Asia's top chip equipment maker, Tokyo Electron, uh, saw quarterly revenues declining 17%. Yeah, they, yeah they're really struggling over there. Uh, but these Forex people... They're not playing about this information. They want to keep this shit silent. When people, when I started talking to some people about Forex, they're like, I'll talk to you, Chan, but don't tell nobody. You know, I'm like, oh, shit, seriously? Don't tell them, Chan, there is so much money to, made, to be made in this Forex. So I said, really? I mean, they're like, Chan, listen, don't tell nobody. I'm like, okay, okay, my bad, dog. All right, real quick, though, real quick. How much success is there in Forex trading? According to Forex Academy, Forex trading is a highly competitive and risky market, and not everyone can make a profit. According to studies, only 10% of Forex traders are successful, while the remaining 90% end up losing their money. Oh, that sounds like a good ratio. What is that? What, what article was that? That was a Forex Academy. Only 90% of people fail, but there is 10% of people who do do well. Oh, great. All right. Well, I'm still going to hop into it. Um, I'm going to get some information on it, take a look at it. But people are serious about it. This community is different than the stocks and bonds community. Stocks and bonds community, mutual funds, ETFs, securities, whatever, they'll share information with you. They're more than willing to share information with you. Futures, don't know who they are because I don't have a lot of people who trade futures. Um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin people, I think they're willing to share, but they're probably a little bit more embarrassed to share. Like, are you in cryptocurrency? Yeah, I'm still in cryptocurrency. You know what I'm saying? Future, I mean, Forex people, they do not want to share this information with nobody. You have to be brought into this click. Like, they're like, don't, seriously, I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to take a look into this and we're going to figure it out. I'm telling you, I applied for a job, a job at Vice. I got turned down like the first day. I'm telling you, I, we if, give me a crew and some people, I'm going to hook this shit up. But people with Forex, they're like, don't tell nobody. Because people, with, okay, so the like one of the bare minimum classes for Forex, I've heard about. I've heard there's a couple of people out there who would do a class for like two or three hundred. But when you get into the Forex trading where you're really trying to learn, people are like, give me 10 grand. I'm like, damn, what are you, the cook? What in the world? Are you the chemist? They're not playing. Those are chemist numbers. That's the cook numbers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they're talking about 10 grand. I, look. If they want to give you a hookup, they may give you a hookup for five grand. Look, I'll do this for you for five, six grand. Like, just to show you how to trade Forex. Just to show you the bare minimums. I'm like, what the hell? And, and they're like, and don't tell nobody. Because they're like, yo, we trying to. I'm fucking up right now. Just even mentioning this. Let me see. Give me just one second. 
What are some Forex trading platforms? Okay, so they, so they got eToro, AvaTrade, MetaTrader, FXCM, of course, uh, Forex, TD Ameritrade, Pepperstone, CMC Market. So let me go to Nerd Wallet. Five bets Forex traders, interactive brokers, TD Ameritrade, Ally Invest, Forex.com, Ayanda, or O. Uh, Onda. I didn't even know two hundred trade. You could, you could trade forex. Uh, okay, you can do that. Okay, okay, okay. So real quick, let's do something real quick. While well, I have you on the line, uh, I'm gonna get my ass. I'm telling you, people, people are going to be very. Very highly upset with me. Very. Because they're going to be like, oh, Chan, you got to stop giving this free game out. You got to start charging people. You got to do something because you're fucking it up for the rest of us. Like, you're just giving it out. And I'm like, yo, I don't give a shit. Like, let the next millionaire be made. Let the next billionaire be made. And even if it's not me, I'll be broke and gone. You know what my wealth will come from? As long as I get the homage. You know what I'm saying? As long as somebody gives me the homage. If they say, yeah, Chan was a bum-ass trader, but I actually learned a lot of shit from him, I'd be, I'd be like, ah, I can die now. You know? Like, <laughs> I don't care. But let's, here, real quick. Let's just take a little the class. The exchange, or Forex market, is the world's largest financial market. And it plays a vital role in the global economy. Every day, trillions of dollars are exchanged from one currency to another. This kind of currency exchange is essential for international business. Oh, and this is TD Ameritrade, by the way. Forex market participants include governments, businesses, and of course, investors. Governments use the Forex market to implement policies. For example, when conducting business with another country, whether it's borrowing money, lending money, or offering aid, a country needs to convert its currency into a foreign currency. Businesses use the Forex market to facilitate international trade. For example, they may need to convert payments for goods and services bought overseas or to exchange payments from international customers into their preferred currency. And investors use the Forex market to speculate on changes in currency prices. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. I want to thank anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chairman. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'm going to keep looking into this Forex and I'm going to be right with you. Thank you so much. This is Chairman Russell Barth.